sign up more intakes, work your cases faster, and settle them for more money. Technology can help create better processes, more accurate analytics, and simplify your operations. We're focusing and making sure that our firms are able to stay ahead of the curve. Welcome to Personal Injury Mastermind. I'm your host, Chris Stryer, founder and CEO of Rankings.io, the elite legal marketing agency. We bring the guidance you need to elevate your practice. We've curated a lineup of industry-leading vendors to share their wisdom. Each episode is packed with tangible takeaways and actionable advice, so you leave with a brand new addition to your toolkit every Tuesday. Whether you're a seasoned law firm owner looking to stay ahead of the game or a budding attorney just starting your journey, this is your go-to resource for innovation and growth. So grab a paper and pen and take notes. Let's go. Running a law firm on one management platform can come with serious advantages, increased efficiencies, improved communication, better data management, and streamlined workflows. From initial lead contact to distribution of funds, Litify is a one-stop platform. I caught up with their VP of Strategy and Innovation, Dove Slansky. We discussed how Litify helps you get granular with lead attribution and how measuring utilization rates can help you identify your top players. We dig into practical ways to increase efficiency through artificial intelligence. Here's Dove Slansky, VP of Strategy and Innovation at Litify. People usually refer to me as a recovering attorney. My response is the recovery is not going so well because I do this for a living, <laughs> um, um, which is, you know, sell SaaS software to law firms and corporate legal departments. But yeah, I got my career started as an attorney, did a bunch of personal injury, employment, mass tort work for a number of years. I had an opportunity to do some technology work. Uh, myself and a couple other people were working for a large personal injury law firm at the time. And we started doing some technology work and realized that there's an opportunity here. This is back in 2015 or so. Realized we had an opportunity to turn it into a real business. Uh, left the firm with their blessing, set up Litify, and it's been a wild seven-year ride since then. Tackling challenges of software and technology for law firms is uh, pretty unique. And my background comes in handy, obviously. It's been great. It's been a lot of fun. We've had a lot of success. Yeah, a little PI firm, <laughs> a little one, Morgan & Morgan. The... Uh... <laughs> Yeah. So you have the the perfect, you can see kind of both sides. And I've seen this even on the, in the legal space, you have someone that works on the insurance defense side, and then they go to be a, on the other side for the plaintiffs. Yeah. Depending who you ask, they like to say that they're on the good side now and somehow it's both sides. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we spoke with uh, Terry Dorman, co-founder and CRO of Litify on episode 13. So that was way back. And a lot of things, you guys improved the product can you give me like the elevator pitch? What is Litify? What, who's it for? Litify is designed to be a platform, right? We like to call ourselves a legal operating system, which is it's one place for your entire legal business to run. So if you're a personal injury law firm, everything from the moment a prospect and intake contacts you, work up the intake, sign them up to the firm, work through the entire case to settlement, disperse funds, and have reports and analytics to go across the entire business. On the defense side, pretty similar, but you're going to be billing for your time. So you can handle all of your time and billing needs, all of your accounting, everything directly inside of the platform. So again, that, that single pane of glass, that one-stop shop to do everything that your firm needs. Um, and with great integrations, right? We're built on top of the Salesforce platform. So that means that not only did we build it for you, but we also built in hooks and connections to thousands of other applications that you can use to extend your usage of Litify. So whether it's things like, you know, e-signature, SMS, all the way up to, you know, medical record retrieval, court filings, deadlines, et cetera, all happening in one place. Who's this for? Is it for the, the solo practitioner with a couple staff working out of Google Sheets and Excel? At what size do you think it's beneficial? Because there is some added costs to the software and 
At, at what size do you need to bring, would you recommend maybe a firm kind of looking at it in an end solution like Litify? Yeah, it's it's a really good question. One we get all the time. I was at a conference a little while ago and someone posed the question a little bit different. They asked, like, when does your firm need an admin? And everybody's saying, well, until you have 50 people, you don't need an admin. Um, I said, well, it seems kind of arbitrary, right? Um, you might need an admin when you have five people. Uh, it really depends on how you want to behave at your firm. We said, so we like to say that Litify is for, uh, obviously it's for large firms. That's so right off the bat. If you're a large law firm, you know, 50, 60, 100 plus people at the firm, Litify is going to be the number one fit for you. If you're not, because there's a lot of firms that are 10, 20 people at the firm, if you are of a growth mindset, Litify is going to be something you want to use because you're going to be able to get into it. And yeah, there's added costs, but you're going to get into it and you're going to be there and growing on it for in the next five, 10 years with your firm. Not solo practitioners so much, right? Um, there's plenty of software out there that is really, really good for what they do. Keep the firm running. You know, when, typically when you're a solo, you're not looking to become a 50 person firm. If you are, great. But if I still might be a little early for you at that point. If you're 10, 20 people and looking to grow, looking to do more, Litify is going to be a great place to get yourself started and grow into it. And if you are already one of the larger firms in the space, like I mentioned, 50 people, 100 people, two, three, 400 people, Litify is going to be able to encompass your entire business in ways that other software just, just can't quite get there. Yeah. And I want to drill into like the nomenclature of Litify and, and really define this because I've struggled with this being on the non-legal side. In my space, we have a CRM, mm -hmm. you know, your pipe drives, your hub spots, and then you have project management tools that manage the, the client work. And you're saying this is like end to end, this is sales and case management all end to end. Is that the main differentiator as opposed to like a lead docket that just does the front end and maybe does the front end really well on, on leads and doesn't do the case management? Is, is that one of the main differences of the tool? For like a personal injury from a local and a plaintiff firm, right? The end-to-end -end nature is going to be key. There's a lot of tools out there. You mentioned them. Um, who else? Captora, for example, right? I know they have a, a matter management offering now, but you know they, they came up in the space as one of the bigger players in the intake space. Good tools, good tools. But at some point, you have to go someplace else. The challenge of transitioning a tool, uh, there's a lot of challenges. One is there's a simple data challenge. Right. So now my data is in one and I have to move some of it over. Do I move all of it? Do I move some of it? Is it manual? Is it automatic? My reports start to be a little bit lacking in that scenario because not every data point moves over. And then there's just the human nature of it. Using two pieces of software is just not as good as using one. Even if you have different departments, right? You have an intake department might be in one and your lawyers, you know, might be in the other one. There's a lot of crossover and, and there probably should be more crossover. I think you would find if you had them in one tool. So yeah, I would say that Litify is the, you know, let's call them nominally the CRM, right? So if you want to use sales terminology, like your HubSpots and your pipe drives, again, we're on Salesforce. So throw Salesforce into that mix. We're the CRM. We're also the case management, the matter management tool, right? So once you are done, well, you're never done marketing, but <laughs> once you've captured that particular client, let's say, right, you've signed that client up, the intake phase, that prospect phase is over. The fact you can continue working on that case in the same piece of software all the way to the resolution gives you a really unique ability to do that full cycle 360 ROI. You have your marketing dollars, your intake, your case management, your actual fees, all the through disbursement it is really, really unique from an analytic perspective. So let's take this, let's take this, let's break this up just a little bit and let's talk profit. Okay. On the front end, the lead side and the, the intake side. Where does the tool shine? Do you have lead scoring that identifies those top 5% cases? 
Does it help with the attribution side? Let, let's start on the front end from a profitability perspective. How does it complement profitability? Attribution is incredibly strong. Again, we're on Salesforce, so we can connect to any of your marketing tools that are out there. So think of all of your web forms, instantly push them to Lidify. Think of all of your social ads, right? So now you're going to be doing marketing with your Facebook lead ads, your TikTok ads. They all push directly into Litify. So you can have really, really strong attribution. I'll add in, we can also connect to phones. And that has often been the black hole, right, of marketing dollars, which is especially if you're using a branded number, right? How do you actually know where those calls came from? We can connect to things like Invoca or CallRail to be able to get actual dynamic phone number content inside. We can also directly connect to the phone system that you're using if you're using a VoIP system to be able to grab not just attribution data, but call data. Who answered the call? How long they were on the call? What number they actually called? We can grab that directly from the phone system by connecting it to Litify. So attribution is really, really key. And we have some great reports and dashboards that will highlight your attribution, right? So you know not only where you're spending your money, which you should know anyway, uh, but why you're spending your money there, right? So the attribution part is key. I've worked with firms that kind of, back in the day, Needles Needles was the platform. And their attribution, when we talked about attribution, was here's the digital lead. Are we getting granular? Are we talking about here's your Google Maps leads? Here's your Facebook leads? Like how granular are we getting? Or is it as granular as you want? It's as granular as you want. Now, we'll have firms that are actually going to parse out the UTM parameters from the links that they get. Oh, wow. And be able to really, really get like, not just that you came off my web, my, my website, right? My digital lead, but what form or what page you converted from. We can get really, really deep. Again, some of it is native to Litify, you know, because of our, our Salesforce backend. Some of it is through connecting to really what are the best in class marketing tools, right? So you're thinking of connecting to the Pardots and the marketing clouds and the HubSpots and the MailChimps of the world more. I'm the first ones that came to mind, obviously, but some of that is connecting to there and really, really getting, again, not every firm wants to get to that level, but for the ones who do, they can get as granular as they want to really, really understand and fine tune their marketing. Let's shift over to service side. Let's talk about profit on the service side. One of the things that a lot of companies have to do separate is they'll do time tracking and, and we're measuring utilization rates. So when your team is in there, does the whole company work out of this syncing to email and calendars and they just work out of Litify and it auto time tracks? And how do, how do you look at utilization rates to see if, say, you know, Bobby's not putting in the hours and Bobby needs to go or he's not as profitable. Let's Sorry, talk about Bobby. profitability on the uh, service side. How does Litify help on the service side? For sure. Um, <laughs> first off, sorry, Bobby. So it's been good. So yeah, a couple, couple of points in there. Does the whole firm work out of it in some respects, right? We're not going to replace your email. We're not going to replace your calendar. We do have the ability to sync with your calendar. So you can see it in both places. I tell people all the time, I want to be the last person that goes to an attorney and tells them not to use Outlook for calendaring, right? You can use Outlook for calendaring. It'll show up in Litify. If you prefer to use Litify, it'll show up in Outlook. It's a bi-directional sync. We'll make the information available to you, but we're not going to rip the tool away that you use. Same with email. You can send an email from Litify just like you could send it from Outlook. And if you send it in either place, you'll see it in either place. Now, we have plugins for Outlook that let you save emails to the matter, and we'll do the full automatic thread saving. So save one, all the replies will automatically get filed in. 
So we're not out to take the tools away. We're out to make them better. So nominally, will you work from Litify? Yeah, some more, some less, but you're going to work there because that's going to be the home for all your information. When it comes to time tracking, you're talking about, I love the fact that you keyed on utilization because you know, we're hearing it more, but still, I think it's an underused stat when, we're, when firms are looking at what they're actually doing. When we're looking at time tracking inside the software, so yeah, your, your old-fashioned manual timekeeping is still there. Whether you want to run a timer or just manually input your time, it's still there. Task and activity codes, full narrative support, it's all inside there. I would say we added two things to it, which are maybe not unique, but I think we execute on them really, really well. One is automated timekeeping. Not in the sense that it's tracking your clicks into your computer. There are tools out there that do that, some better, some worse. We prefer to look at it based on the actions you're taking can we insert a time entry based on them? So if you sent an email, can we automatically bill a point one? Because that's what you're going to bill for it, right? If you generated a document with our software, can we bill a point one for you? Because again, that's what you're going to bill for it when you when you create a new letter for someone, right? So are there automated actions that you can, are there actions actually that you can take that we can automatically bill your time and do it properly so that you know your task and activity codes are clean, your narrative is not going to get flagged for non-payment. You know that it's going to go in clean. So when you hit a pre-bill at the end of the month, you don't. You simply don't have to worry about those time entries. That's one area where we're going to add a ton of automation and capture. The other is going to be around the concept of conforming to the guidelines that you've been given as a firm. So we added in a feature where you can actually build those guidelines into the software so when you want to talk about billing for time, you're no longer again having to clean it up at the point of entry. We're going to check against the guidelines and make sure that your work is correct at the point of entry. So now you know what's going in right. So now when you want to look at utilization, you know that the time is in there correctly. Now you have to understand, well, how does that look as a function of the person's overall performance? That's where the analytics, the dashboards that we can run are going to be super helpful. We'll put them up on the attorney's homepage so that they actually can track for themselves where they are, right? Because it's so much easier to understand what you're doing when the information is available to you. When you don't have to think about what you did and it's available for you, you can see it for good. You're, you're keeping your hours up to date. For bad, you've fallen behind, but better that you know about it yourself before you get the knock on the door that says, hey, Bobby, <laughs> not working out so well. So we'll put the utilization in front of the attorneys front and center all the time. We'll also run those dashboards at that level for the managers, the executives to be able to look at it as a, as a department, as a practice area to say, okay, look, we know what we want to be billing where are we strong? Where are we weak? Is it by practice area? Is it by attorney? Where can we actually see those hours coming in? Where are we leaving them on the table? Artificial intelligence or AI can be leveraged to increase time and cost efficiencies at your firm. Before we dive into how, let's get clear on a few concepts. There are two basic forms of AI. First, there is traditional AI. It is logic-based and uses predetermined rules to solve specific problems. The rules and logic are created by human experts. This looks like a series of if-then statements and usually presents a complex decision tree to arrive at an answer. You might not hear about this AI on the news, but it is part of your life. Traditional AI or classic AI powers web search engines like Google Search, YouTube, and Netflix. And then there's AI that you probably hear about on a daily basis. That's generative AI, think ChatGPT. Generative AI learns from large data sets that can generate new data. What it creates is not confined to predetermined rules or templates. It can be used to generate videos and images, enhance or augment data sets, and create long-form text. AI can be used to enhance the existing human capabilities at your firm, 
Dove explains how. We have a group here of Letterify that is focused solely on some next-gen AI capabilities and what they can do with it. Taking a look at things like there are, for example, there are chatbots out there. There's a bunch of them. There's Intaker. There's Gideon. There's a bunch of them. Ape, you know, Apex Chat has one. You've used them in every industry if you've tried to chat with someone. Some better, some worse, but it's mostly taking you along a script, right? There's pre-canned answers. You kind of got to choose one. It doesn't fit so well in legal, right? Because it's very rarely a straight line to intake, but it used to be you'd have to hire someone and train them. Now, some of our tools are really easy, right? We can take some firms training. We've seen stats where we've taken some firms intake training from four weeks down to one, where, where we can cut that by 75% because we can really build in those, those pathing, those tree branching questionnaires into the systems that you have to have less, we'll call it less skill. And it's a little pejorative unintentionally, but we'll call it a little less skill at that front to walk them through. But now think about the scenario you could take a smart piece of software and you can tell it, you know, chat GPT, I need you to be a empathetic intake agent at a law firm. And I need you to capture the following subset of information. It's going to behave like a person. It's going to ask questions. It's going to give you responses. And we've been training some of these to really put that at the forefront. Is it going to replace people? I firmly believe no is the truth, not in any time frame that I can see at least. But it is going to, I think, change the way that after hours calls are taken, that online chats are taken. I think we can do a tremendous amount of work to make that not just better for the law firms, because that's easy, but better for the clients, right? When you come to a website, no one likes going through chat because you don't feel like someone's helping you. But if you can actually go through it, even though you know it's a computer on the other end, right? Let's be clear. I don't think anybody is going to mistake it for a person, nor should they. If it's asking you the questions in the right way, if it's trying to understand and not badgering you just because the script says to keep asking this one, it makes it a better process. So we have a group that's looking at things like that, looking at things like documents, right? How can we ingest the contents of a document and give you back relevant points on it, whether it's a summary of it, uh, on a court filing, pulling out specific dates. If it's medical records, can we pull out certain things from there? Again, making sure that we're careful on HIPAA and PII, so scrubbing those documents, but still pulling out relevant information that ordinarily you would maybe send offshore or to a nursing group to be able to do that. Can we do that with software? You'd be shocked. These things are really, really good at finding that information. So we have a group that's looking at those next-gen things, right, in terms of what we can release in the near future to augment as you said, the work that people are doing. We then have the normal AI tools. <laughs> I don't know the right word for that now, but the logic-based ones, like you said, I think is a good one. There's a big toolkit out there. Salesforce has a great toolkit that we dip into, you know, their Einstein suite of tools. So whether it's things like next best action, which is, hey, you've input the following data, here's what you should do next. And giving it to you in a human readable, like literally here is your next best action to take. We use that in our routing tools, for example. So for our insurance defense firms, if they're going to start, or our insurance companies, I should say, if they're going to route claims to outside counsel, how do they know which firm to route it to? So we can tell them, hey, based on the data, here's where you should route it to, or here's the next best action to take in a litigation. There's a bunch of tools that we dip into on the logic side to be able to afford that ability to our firms to just, I would say, make better decisions faster. Such a fantastic answer. And, and yeah, even on the intake side, you know, we've seen the stuff with like Engage and like what they're doing and selling the leads. It's just crazy. That's a whole different story. But uh, I feel like some of those, the AI, it's, it, it can be rigid, of course, We'll see what happens. And I would imagine that, yeah, you would know it's AI because you'd probably have a disclaimer at the top just in case. 
they said something a little crazy. I actually think people want to know what's AI is my, my point. I think people actually want, they don't want to sort of be, I don't want to say lie to, they're not looking to be fooled. Yeah. Uh, because if you do that and it trips up, it makes it even worse. I think people are okay. I think people are perfectly okay talking to a computer as long as they're getting the result that they want, uh, which is not to be bothered or badgered by, by annoying questions or irrelevant questions, but give me the information I want and, 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 get me the answer I need. If the answer is a person, get me to a person. If the answer is an answer, get me to the answer. And if you're doing that, I don't think people have a problem talking to a computer. I think where the breakdown is, is where they're either not getting the information. So they just hammer zero on the keypad to get me to a person. Right. Or where they think it's a person for a minute and then it sort of breaks down and then they get super frustrated. Like, oh man, I can't believe I just got caught in this loop. Yep. <laughs> that sounds like me with the zero. Zero, 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 zero. <laughs> Operator. Represent Operator. Representative. I, I'd always been curious on the end to end side because I see kind of the, you know, the, the lead dockets on the front end or the case management side on the other. And this bringing it all together lends itself to a lot of transparency, of course, being tied in with Salesforce and all their technology advantages, extreme advantages to Litify. What's next for Litify and how can our audience get in touch with you? Dove at Litify.com is my email address. Pretty simple. You can find us at Litify.com. Obviously, fill out any of our forms there. Our team will get back to you. On the plaintiff side of the house, we are actually hosting our annual event. We call it LitiQuest. That's taking place in October. Uh, you'll find more information on our website. It brings together a couple of hundred uh, of the largest firms really across the country every year. Um, it'll be in Austin, Texas this year. It's kind of a new venue for us. I'm excited for it. Nothing like going from New York to Austin in October. So <laughs> I'm excited for that. What's next? Um, just more, honestly. So in all of our verticals. On the plaintiff side, like I mentioned, we're doing a lot of work on how to make our firms more efficient, right? How do we get you to the bottom faster? And how do we get, again, I keep, I keep going back to that, where we've always been as a business. We want to get you to be able to sign up more intakes, work your cases faster, and settle them for more money. It sounds great. It sounds like a pipe dream. It's not. The technology can help when you have better process, when you have better analytics. Again, we're still seeing every day firms that have good process and good software. They just don't have the analytics. They're spending days and days in Excel. They're porting data over and not the dumb one Power BI or bad tools. They're great tools, but they're not real time. They're sending data there. They're crunching it there. They're feeding it back. The analytics that we can provide, the automation we can give, that's really where we're focusing and making sure that our firms are able to stay ahead of the curve. Thanks so much to Dill for sharing his wisdom today. Let's recap. Know where your leads are coming from. You heard me say before, attribution can be murky. When attribution is murky, it's hard to really know which of your marketing efforts are being most effective. To better understand your marketing, and where you should be adjusting your spend, look for tools that allow you to track on a more granular level. We'll have firms that are actually gonna parse out the UTM parameters from the links that they get and be able to really, really get, like not just that you came off my, web, my, my website, right, my digital lead, but what form or what page you converted from. Not every firm wants to get to that level, but for the ones who do, they can get as granular as they want to really, really understand and fine tune their marketing. Employee utilization is the key to unlocking your firm's potential. It functions as a gauge of billing efficiency and exerts a massive impact on the functioning of your firm. So it's important to accurately and efficiently measure the utilization rate at your firm. So are there automated actions that you can, are there actions actually that you can take that we can automatically bill your time and do it properly so that you know your task and activity codes are clean, your narrative is not gonna get flagged for non-payment, you know that it's going to go in clean. So when you hit a pre-bill at the end of the month, you don't, you simply don't have to worry about those time entries. 
that's one area where we're going to add a ton of automation and capture. AI might not be replacing humans anytime soon, but leveraging AI can help increase the efficiency of your firm. You could take a smart piece of software and you can tell it, ChatGPT, I need you to be a empathetic intake agent at a law firm. And I need you to capture the following subset of information. It's going to behave like a person. It's going to ask questions. It's going to give you responses, but it is going to, I think, change the way that after hours calls are taken, that online chats are taken. I think we can do a tremendous amount of work to make that not just better for the law firms, because that's easy, but better for the clients. All right, everybody, you've got the tools and thanks to Doe for dropping all that knowledge with us. To learn more about Litify, head on over to the show notes. While you're there, leave me a five-star review. I'll be forever grateful. Thanks for listening to Personal Injury Mastermind with me, Chris Stryer, founder and CEO of Rankings.io.